Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts Greg, Mike, and Shaft. And no guests this week. Yeah. You're just stuck with us. Yeah. And no park noise behind us. Though we can we always have, pump in some ambient noise to make it sound like we're at the park. We have Jiminy, we though. Jiminy's yeah, there. We've got our ambient <laughs> noise sitting right here. About ready, audience. To, about ready to step on that little bastard. <laughs> yeah, if you could uh, find him. I'm yeah, sure you <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> It's on to it there. It's not sepia. That's black. And I know. That's why I said a sepia tone. But all right, uh, I'm going to my aperture here because sometimes it's yeah, because it's already monkeying with your microphone. Yeah, yeah. See, you're cutting out. And yeah, give it a second. I forgot. Yeah. I still had this open. Would have been nice to do that before we started recording. Well, yes, I wanted to show Richard a couple of shots I did, and then I forgot to close it. All right. I, you know, the funny thing is, I was talking to someone at Disneyland this weekend who works for Apple, we were talking about uh, different applications, and I complained about this particular application just being a memory hog, and he, he kind of laughed and says, yeah, okay. All right, so you just confirmed something you knew already? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I thought maybe he might have some insight, like maybe there was something you know, I wasn't doing correctly, but... Anyway, so moving on. Uh, we've got a couple emails to cover that might expand into a whole show or not. So uh, let's get on and pat ourselves on the back with a couple of these great <laughs> emails. All right. The first one was sent to me, not to you guys, but it is to everyone. Um, yet another – okay, first, I'm sorry. Subject, show 131, Irregular Roundtable. I believe that was a live recording in the park. Correct. Nate, Nate Parrish and your uh, nephew. nephew. Yes, them. Correct. Yet another masterpiece by the Mice Cast crew. I just wanted to make a correction on something that was said about Kim Kardashian. Now, I, I who said this about Kim it Kardashian? It was me. I could have sworn she was... Okay. The high-quality film that she made was not with an NBA star. It was with some record producer. Okay. I know. Great move, huh? Yeah. Well, at least she made yeah. it out alive. Keep not up, like the other yeah. one that was with a record producer. Keep up the great work. George. Thank you, George. Great email. So, All right, let's drag you. that over into the answered MiceCast email side. Okay. Uh, see, this was from Shaft talking about the machinery for Tinkerbell and Dumbo. Well, first, let's back up to... Yes, we got a video or yeah. a, a link about a video because we've been bitching and moaning about that basketball court and the Matterhorn rumor. Disney has put out a video that's on YouTube. Where they uh, no, it wasn't on YouTube. It was it's on, connected through to YouTube. It, it was on another site, but it's oh, a YouTube okay. in the uh, corner. Um, basically, they were going around the park and they were asking people, "So, what strange things or rumors have you heard about Disneyland?" And people had this and that to say, and then they kind of focused on the Matterhorn. And they even brought up the story that the reason the uh, basketball court was put in the Matterhorn was because the only way. Anaheim would allow them to build a gymnasium that to build big that with the yeah, gymnasium. Yeah. Or so they never actually said, no, that's not the reason. But later in the video, they said that they added a little caveat that I've never heard before to the story, which was that Walt asked the cast members what they would like to do in this area that they claimed was totally above any ride operation but i think the ride is on equal or a little higher at some points no no at least equal maybe no, or just slightly, below that. you think it's just slightly below all right it's all below that um yeah in fact before they close up the floor there was an opening that you would go down a ladder to go down into where the hookup was for the uh, skyway 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I so about and the that. Skyway is at a higher level than yeah. where the uh, bobsleds okay. are. Okay. So, anyways, when you get down to it, they um, they dispel that by saying it goes back to Walt's time, asking what you'd like to do, and cast members and the the rock climbers or mountain climbers say, "Hey, we'd like to play basketball." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, they would like a break, a nice break area up there. Or yeah, now there's there. a break area on the first floor. Now, I don't know where I saw this. It was either in a forum. I think it was in a forum, and I didn't bother to respond. But they basically said that during park operation hours, the area is locked down, and the only place you can go to is the break room on the first floor. Now, I know when I worked there, and maybe it's changed, that elevator was always accessible. I know they put a new elevator in. There's a new elevator. Uh, but Fully it's, enclosed elevator. But it's there. accessible 24 hours a day. Right. If you, you know, obviously a guest can't walk in there, but any cast member right. could walk into the mountain. And well, go in there. they have a gate as you go into that lower area where the elevator access yes. is. There's a gate that's closed that's locked, and you have to unlock the gate. Okay, so that is because in my day that wasn't locked. It was right, right. Open. It was always open. Now, it, now it is locked, and the only people that do have access to go up there are entertainment. Okay. Good, good addition. So now, why why I'm saying this, or uh, this all is getting somewhere. Yeah, eventually. And it was the email that Richard sent to us, and kind of the answer to it. Wait a second. The question, but see, the question, <laughs> what what was answering? I mean, what was what question was he answering? Well, uh, the, it's it's an expounding a little bit on the in the video. In the video, in the you video, see something. In the video, they actually show. The basketball hoop and the backboard in there, and you can see the background area, and there's a curtain up there. And a I black was, curtain. Uh, black, I think it's blue, but regardless, there, the there's, video, a, but there's a curtain yeah. there. And I was making a comment about that curtain in the background, and just uh, a couple other comments here. So I'll let Greg go on from here. Yeah, we don't need to get into all of because he gets into whose whose credits were on the video. Like I give a crap, um, but. So we've now established that the Matterhorn has some new mechanisms put in it, and that's why this tarp was hanging up in the back of the video shot that covers up the new equipment for the new mechanism for Tinkerbell. Right. Now, fast forward a little bit to Magic, the newest edition, Magical whatever, to the latest fireworks show, which Richard and I have seen together twice, or at least partial of the show together twice. And I saw it once this weekend from a different vantage point. I'll, I'll mention that in a minute because it changes my view slightly on the, the show. Um, Richard told me, because we were watching, I was looking for Dumbo, and I was kind of looking towards the Matterhorn. He says, no, 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 Dumbo comes from Fantasyland, as does Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell does not come from the castle. Not or, I mean, the show, Matterhorn. At least the times I've seen it. What? Really? Starts, starts in the Fantasyland, huh? Uh, he would be incorrect. Well, Having oh, no. seen the show again this no. weekend, okay. Tinkerbell comes from the Matterhorn. I am not incorrect because the shows I have seen, I'm stating the shows I've seen, she's come from the I don't think side. you're paying close enough attention. I was paying plenty of attention because I particularly wanted to see what Dumbo looked like when he flew. Oh, no, you're absolutely right about Dumbo. But, but Tinkerbell was, came but was, from the mountain. But I was watching the cable very much because I wanted to see the okay. whole thing what they were doing. And you stick with that story. The point was that Tinkerbell comes from the Matterhorn, not from behind Fantasyland. Which doesn't matter because she did in the prior show anyway. No, but you you were so adamant that well, I just, it was I just, the opposite. I just, so. I just found it interesting that they 
have Tink- when I saw the show, they had Tinkerbell yeah. taking off. Good caveat. All the, right, uh, moving west on. West side of the castle. There. Moving on. Okay. Richards as bad as I am when wanting not to admit that there might have been a slight error, but well, that's not all right. An error. I thought I was wrong. I thought it was wrong. But I wasn't. Yeah. Now, to to add my little caveat to magical, I saw it this last weekend standing on Main Street. Um, There's a call it a parade crossing, a a firework crossing, just north of Coke Corner. That's the and the crossing is south of the hub, north of the corner. Okay, so we're right in there. And I have to say, the show wasn't as bad seeing it directly in front of the castle. We have, I've seen it twice from Plaza, uh, Inn. Plaza Inn. And I thought it thoroughly sucked. And very anticlimactic with Dumbo and the Tinkerbell. Well, I think Dumbo and Tinkerbell are still very anticlimactic. But the show went up a couple notches for me seeing it directly in front of the castle. And, like, I think it was you were with me, Mike, not too long ago, and you made a comment about all the, the you know, the waves of humanity and stench on Main Street. <laughs> um, at the old shows, you didn't have to do that. And so it dispersed people around the park. They knew they didn't have to gather, you know, right in the hub and down Main Street, which creates quite a, you know, a guest control issue. But it makes it real nice when you're well, trying to go to the rest of the park. Well, well that one time, yeah. okay, well, you know, t- 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 two weeks ago when we were there, and we were trying to escape while fireworks are going on, we you know we hit the we hit the sidewalk on Main Street, and that girl had it had that sidewalk clear. Yeah, and that's yeah. a rarity because <laughs> I, I, I mean, um, we came around the corner. I'm like, holy cow! I could see all the way to the end. Yeah, where was I going? I was on the same side of the street, going north, and I was. Who was I with? It must have been a couple of people from this last weekend. And the guest control was horrible. People were stopped in the middle watching. Cast members were talking to the to people, which slowed everything. It was just a mess. So, you know, you had to push and shove an elbow and, and work your way through. But I have to say the show was much better getting a straight-on view to the castle. Though I still think that even though the music is good, the arrangement is poor, it's long and drawn out. Dumbo's anticlimactic. They might as well also put in, especially uh, for the amount of money they put in. Yeah, that thing they too. should have also put in maybe Mary Poppins. But then you start to think about that. Mary Poppins is how much bigger than Tinkerbell? Really, yeah, how much yeah. bigger th- should yeah. Dumbo well, have been? Dumbo you know, in yeah. scale. Yeah. But you know, for whatever, it, it is what it is. I know the D twenty three website reports that Remember is coming back in September. Richard has talked about there's a possibility. There's a rumor for a Halloween. A show? Maybe no, that's some... no, that's no longer a rumor. Okay, that's cemented in, in yeah, stone. Halloween time is going to get a Halloween fireworks and then the overlay for Space Mountain. Yeah, there's, there's talk of an overlay for Space Mountain. Well, yeah, now, know now the first line, the, you know, first line cast member here doesn't know shit because uh, I, I've asked him two or three times and it's been like, I don't know. No, no. All the websites are reporting this as fact. Do you follow? Do you follow Disney Parks on Twitter? Uh, I don't know if I have them on there or not. Is it tweeted that uh, it is a for sure thing? Yes. Disney okay. Parks now, tweeted that. I, do you know, is it really Disney behind that Twitter? No, you don't. Oh, I know, because there's a lot of fake you, Twitter accounts for celebrities out oh, there. Oh, no, so no, 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 no. It's, it's, uh, uh, it seems legit to me. 
I mean, okay. if you if you I know there is them, a Disneyland Resort one that I think was legit that I'm following, but. Uh, Disney Parks is what you're saying. Yeah, and right? if you if you read what they're tw- what they're tweeting, you you get the sense that it's uh, it's for it's for legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I gotta say, I, 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 I have heard from legit sources inside the park that we're supposed to be doing some sort of overlay on Space Mountain, but because yeah, I, <laughs> you know what type of overlay are you going to do on Space Mountain for Halloween? The one well, from I, Japan. I, I, <clears throat> or Hong yeah, Kong. They're, they're stealing it from Asia. And we also have a, a big uh, hoodoo going on in September. A what? Getting, a hoodoo. Uh, hoodoo. Going down for uh, September for uh, September 9th. The mansion. Yeah, with 40. the mansion and uh, Mark and Brian having a sleepover and all that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I heard, I heard the, yeah, uh, 9909 they were going to have. Yeah, 090909. Um, okay, yes, I do follow Disney Parks, uh, but the last couple of days, actually from about Friday to today, I haven't hardly seen Twitter, so uh, if, if that popped up recently. It's, now, they're saying it's from Orlando, according to this. Disney Parks from Orlando updated nine hours ago is my last one. Um, official tweet. So what the official Twitter feed for Disney Parks and Resorts covering Disneyland, Disney World, blah blah blah. Yeah. So yes, I do follow that one. I just did not see uh, that. That's part. right. So well, you know, people have been asking, what could you do? I'm like, well, who thought they would do Rockin' Space Mountain with yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers? Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm just hoping there's Ooh. less to be seen. And what I mean by that is, in the Red Hot Chili Pepper one, they lit up so much of the track and stuff, it almost was um I don't know, a self defeating. I don't self-defeating know. Self defeating. I rode on Space Mountain this weekend with Ryan, the the blind dude. Yeah. And um oh I'm sorry. Time. The <laughs> vision impaired person. Uh and Since we, when and, did you start subscribing to political correctness? I'm not, I just just in case, you know. But uh Roni's own radio and his wife was behind me. And we were commenting. First, it was an e-ticket ride, just sliding over to the left and right on the, from the uh, guest assist area, you know, where they have the, the area for... Oh, the new uh, table? Yeah, for, table yeah for gimps and everybody to take time to get in. Yeah. Saves, as Ryan was saying, what it does is it saves the attraction from doing a lot of cascades from, you know, exactly. slow loading guests. Yeah, that was sure. the whole purpose. But that that in itself was kind of a cool e ticket ride. We kind of like threw our hands up. Woo! You know? That that and it's I gotta say, sitting in the tower when they do that, that's kind of interesting watching because they have to try to start segmenting an open space between rockets as they're coming in to be able to fit it in, and then hopefully when it comes in and it's not the wrong weight when it goes through. I watched them one time when they had a person that was on the obese side. They were they, fat. They, and they brought it in, and suddenly it comes up, and the uh, computer said over. Well, yeah, but on that the one they can kick off to the left, yeah, and not hold everything up. You just, you know, yeah, but you usually have a couple other rockets that are sitting in there. So well, oh, not always, but anyways, yeah. The idea is, you know, one's always off the track this way. You know, they they take one off, bring you on, blah blah blah. But I think it's really cool. It, it was kind of a neat experience. But we, Jeff was commenting, and Ryan is like, God bless this thing is smooth. You know, since the rehab, um, you know, it's like, man, how many bolts were actually loose on that superstructure when we were riding before? Because, I mean, it is tight and smooth, and uh, we can only hope that Florida's renovations, though they're not down as long as we were, they'll get an equal replacement. Are they doing the same thing that they did to ours? Uh, 
you know, the rumor was at first yes, but then they they I think backed up the rehab time, and then it's not as long. So I don't know. Because, and considering they have two tracks to build there, yeah. Because you know. of course we were down for almost two full years. Yeah, and they're not. And they scrapped the entire structure inside, yep. broke up the entire floor, and put bare dirt, and they dug it down another fifteen twenty feet, relayed the contract, and built it from scratch. I find it hard instant. to believe they went down fifteen twenty more feet. I watched them as they put the earth movers through. We had to take out the back wall but of fi- Space Mountain to move the uh, tractors and the earth movers. Fifteen twenty feet. A- I'm ignoring and, some of that, just thinking how that stood structurally. Well. Yeah, exactly. That's why. Of, but mean, it's okay. That's all right. You know. I mean, okay. Seriously, <laughs> did the did the walls go down fifteen twenty feet, or did they no. dig fifteen twenty feet and leave the walls freestanding fifteen twenty feet up on unsupported We're dirt? Talking about the uh, center portion where everything is, because of course the center portion is down below ground level. Yeah. Okay. The yeah, load unload good. is and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, I understand, but you know, yeah. it, at some point, it's a there's a floor, right? Yeah. And you said yes. they took down all the track and yep. stripped out and the they, floor. They, they they tore out the concrete. So how far and, up to the walls of the building? Well, Mike, for one, I see so you probably never experienced this, but there is a let's call it a tunnel, a ramp, whatever that one main ramp that goes down to the old. Um, Tomorrowland Terrace oh, the old stage. Space Stage right. Space Stage, thank Not you. Not Tomorrowland. No, it's Sorry, yeah, Space Stage. Yeah. Um, at that point, when you hit the bottom of this ramp, air quotes, at that point, you're probably 15, 20 feet down. And you still have to go down below that point to get down into the load-unload. Maybe five feet. Yeah. No, more than that. Well, well, well agree to disagree uh, but there, there there is a differential in the height it does go down quite a way but i know what you're saying and i'm just kind of you know bite my tongue i wasn't there i'm just trying to imagine my head if you ripped out I, dug I down 50 20 more feet the building structure <laughs> so I, i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt on this point and uh just and, move on okay wait here uh <laughs> drive you know where they're building the new kaiser next to fries out there on the 91 freeway 91 between 57 and 55 yes okay they, we, were there, we were there Sunday. They've dug a hole, yeah. fifteen twenty feet deep, to put a lake. And next, how you, now how do you know it's fifteen or twenty feet? Because it looks there? like from no, because it looks like from what I see what standing frame next of reference to it. Did you have that made it seem the, like it was the, the earth mover, the crane shovel thing, steam shovel sitting next to it? Uh, glad you're using all the technical. Terms. Okay. <laughs> I try to think. I try to think on the fly. Okay, but anyway, they dug out Pressure. the. You don't work well under pressure. <laughs> They've dug out this hole that's obviously going to be a water feature, okay? And the, Hopefully it's going to be a water feature. And now, why, why do you think it's a water feature? Why is this hole? Because it's irregular not, shape. Because of its irregular you know, shape, I, if you look at it from above. Okay. I, 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 okay. I, I, I just have to throw this It's not square or round. It's kind of like, you know, flowing. It's organic. Back, yeah. back, back in 1993. Is that a better word for you? It's organic. Okay, but hang on. Let me finish. Okay. So when you when you see the pile of dirt... That's standing next to this hole that they dug out of the ground and how tall it is. I can't imagine where they moved that much dirt out of Space Mountain. Oh, yeah, they did. Uh, I, like I, I said, disagree. There's no way. You should see this pile of dirt is easily 40 feet I, tall. Just remember, <laughs> Richard. Remember, it's 2152, the time we're recording, on the 28th of July. And it's not me giving you a load of shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm, do it for me. I'm not giving him shit. Yeah. I'm just sincerely doubting his his uh, how deep they dug. I'm not saying Eight, they didn't. Four. I'm just saying 15, okay. 20 feet. Holy I, crap! I put this out to any of the 
cast members, ex-cast members that were around Disneyland back in 2004 when we were doing this, could you just drop a line to Greg and Mike at MiceCast.com, Greg at MiceCast or Mike at MiceCast, and just let them know that, yes, the back wall of Space Mountain was taken out, and yes, we had earth movers and tractors that were going in and out of that place, along with dump trucks that were going in and out of there, too. There was a lot more room than it sounds like in there, and they did a lot of work in there. But regardless, um, <laughs> you got to remember, Mike, those blue walls you see in the pictures, those are not load-bearing. Right. Uh, I, I, All the I, loads are up on our huge. Let's, let's call them every 15 to 20 feet, there is a column, and there's, there's a lintel between each column, and that is holding up uh, the... Um, the concrete joists that go up on the ceiling and all that. Okay, so so the so the dirt around the columns, the dirt at the the dirt at the base of the columns is undisturbed. The floor at the base of the columns is undisturbed. The the columns are the columns are are uh, in concrete that go down quite a little bit, and that area around the around the uh, load bearing area was undisturbed. And to really blow you away, you know that big large crane. <laughs> That, you choose your words a little more carefully in this show, would you? I said, <laughs> you know that large crane that we have sitting in the back that we use quite, you know, quite to, often to hang the Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah. They even drove that into the mountain to be able to move things around inside. So it was sitting in there for a little okay. while as well. I have. I, I'm not. I you know. I'm sure they tore up the floor. I'm sure they dug down a bit, but fifteen to twenty feet, and to do what? Okay. Did they replace that fifteen twenty feet with more concrete I, or what? Yeah, you know, I was. I, because I'm because here's because here's the thing is that the concrete and uh, and uh, additional um, structure underneath that for whatever they needed because I'm, the, the track I was, itself. I got, I got to tell you, I structure. was not inside the mountain. I never. Oh wait, so how do you know it was fifteen twenty feet if you didn't go? I was told by a couple people oh, okay. that that's how deep they were okay. digging. When I was watching them dig inside there, and I was talking to people, they were a couple, a couple of the project managers, and I was asking about how much you know about them digging in there and breaking up the floor and they were telling me that they were going to, uh, about 15 to 20 feet down lower because they needed additional structure to be able to hold up the, whatever is supposed to be the uh, new sections of the uh, okay because you know that the, the the track itself wasn't raised or lowered right because they didn't rip out the load area and raise or lower that right so when you come uh, out of the load area and the track okay, you, come on that infrastructure didn't change. I know what you're saying. When you go in from upstairs, the switchbacks that get you into the second to last chicken exit, the one that looks like a uh, four or five doors. Yes, before yes, you, yes. That's all in the same spot. Yes. You're, you're all the way down to load unload. That level did not change at all. Correct. So that means when they put the track back in and you don't see a change in the track you know, the you go out, you t- you make your right turn, you go up a bit, you make a little bend to the right again, and then you you know you have the power on and all that stuff, right? And the 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 like the the worm lights, and then you go up the hill. All that's the same distance and height, is it not? As far as I know. Okay, I... so that means the track structure, it, when it, all it was said and done, it's it's same. it's height and length and distance was all the same, correct? correct. It feels very much the same. Okay, so if they dug out 15, 20 feet of dirt, they had to fill that 15, 20 feet back in of concrete or something, right? Right. Did they? I'm asking you. You tell me they dug out they, 15, they, 20 they, feet of dirt. To what purpose? They, they, they put in a lot. Yeah, they put in a lot of concrete, but there's also a lot more, uh, 
a lot more items. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't privy. Oh, I wasn't oh, inside okay. the mountain when they were building it. I do remember <laughs> that uh, the, the uh, uh, station there. I the need my tap load. shoes. I remember that was torn apart. And, and then here's, here's the other thing, Richard. You know, Mike, runways I'm, that are 10,000 feet long that jumbo jets land on are only three yeah. feet thick. Uh, uh, the El Toro's four feet. Oh, yeah. excuse me. Because they have to handle the C5s coming in. Uh, uh, El no, Toro? I'm sorry. El Toro's, El Toro's closed. Um, really, there was a Marine base. They had jets. And, and, and it's closed. Yeah. All right. Standard, yeah, standard well, runways that, are 10,000 feet, 36 inches. I know. Okay. But that's part of the problem at El Toro for the Great Park is they've got a break those things up and get it out for the you know, okay but do you see my point Stand, no, no, a standard airport okay, runway the, is three okay, feet now, thick now that and, you've beat up on richard and, in the manner that i normally like to do now you're telling uh, me that there's 50 feet of concrete no no, no most likely here here's my guess uh of what's going on here if i'm gonna take it for a minute um i'm gonna take it for granted that he's right Thank you. I'm Thank just, you very much. You heard it here tonight. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that uh, he was right. Now, 15, you're talking about millions of cubic yards of dirt that had to be moved in and out. Now, I know I watched some housing development on down here where uh, at least there was a, uh, an endless processions of trucks going from Garfield and Edwards to Garfield and Ward for days upon days upon days to move all the dirt that needed to be moved to just get this one housing track leveled off up and down and all that. Because sometimes dirt's taken out uh, and dumped and new dirt's brought back in, you know, clean dirt. We're on a um, on the Santa Ana floodplain. It's very sandy soil. There's a good chance that part of the reason the rehab was done was because of, because of settlement. Possibly the foundation wasn't as in great a shape as possible. Also, building codes change over the years, and now they're totally redoing the track inside. It might have needed a new foundation. With that new foundation, they might have had to remove what export, technical term, and then import new soil. At uh, that point, the soil would have been compacted, and the new slab poured back over it. Would it have been as thick as the previous slab? Probably at least that size, possibly a little thicker, unless they changed the type of slab from a common slab to maybe a post-tension slab or something. But the uh, net result would have been the slab would have been poured at the same level as it was before because, quite frankly, even the whole track was rebuilt exactly as it was before by the same plans, just new materials, updates, you know, new materials right. possibly... Uh, different. There is a possibility that they do did do some uh, new structural components to support the track based on new codes, things like that. Uh, as long as they didn't interfere with the course of the the ride vehicle, so your head didn't get lopped off or an elbow lopped off, things like that. But the net result would have been the same height. Yes, it sounds absurd that they would have taken that much out. I will agree with you, but it is possible that a significant amount was taken out but also replaced, and then new concrete poured on top of it. Maybe new footings. Possibly they had to replace footings. Now, I'm pretty sure that there's a center structure or column supporting, because those um, uh, rafters, if you want to call them concrete rafters, steel, I forgot, if I think they're concrete. They're steel covered in concrete. They have to, they're reinforced concrete then. They have to be supported some way. 
though the foundation under those couldn't have come out, or they wouldn't be standing now. There, there wouldn't have been a way to shore them up. Well, okay. you know, they could have they could have worked around those. I'm talking not on the outer edge, but up here. Okay, now well, they're, they're not the, held in compression hey, without yeah. something in the middle. No, there's nothing in the middle. No, there's around this. There, there's something that holds them. I've seen I've in the center of the mountain. Not, I've seen the pictures when they were putting it together. There's, and I've seen the one in Florida, and they operate similar. They're, they're just not all compressing on themselves. No, they're not. Absolutely fucking not, Richard. There's no fucking way. No, absolutely not. I know they have the center columns over in Florida, but over at Disneyland. There has to be something. They can't just be hanging out there. Because, for one, they don't meet in a point. No, they meet into a circular area at the top. Correct. And... and that, that ring has ring. some kind of support. This is no. not the Sistine Chapel for, or for, the you know the Sistine Chapel is not that big of an expansion of the ceiling. Which one has the dome? The big dome over there, still one of the largest the, the, domes in the world. St. Peter's Basilica. Yeah, St. Peter's Basilica. Yes. For the record, or no? I think you're thinking of the Parthenon. Or the Pantheon, possibly. Pantheon. You know, Pantheon. what old relic is the same as the next? Pantheon, right? no, yeah. <laughs> okay, now, well, okay. For the record, Hang just, on. Just, but just because Greg may threw out a number out, out of his ass there, I just have to correct it here. Is a it number? He, yes, he threw a number of hundreds of cubic, hundreds of I, thousands. Yeah, I threw that out totally out of my ass, a bunch of cubic yard. You, uh, if you, you did, did a I did, I, did, I did the math on it. If you took an area, a hundred yards by a hundred yards two football a football field by a football field and went down 15 feet yes that's only 50,000 cubic yards okay, okay. and how many old, cubic yards fit in one dump truck well, that's, 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 that's yeah, that how many yards are comments of hundreds okay. of thousands 25 cubic yards, cubic yards. Uh, one well wait wait 10 cubic wait, wait, yards wait, fits wait, in Mike, one one in one cement truck yeah, so Mike, I, <laughs> Mike 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 yeah, think yeah. of this though those type of trucks that you're thinking of that halt like I saw going up and down Garfield when they were doing this development in my area would not even fit in that backstage area of Disneyland. You couldn't no. you could not get them under Harbor, the Harbor House Bridge or so, under uh, All right, so how'd they drive around? I don't know, ask Richard. Shaft. Okay, see, all right, you know, Old see, man see, is the see, hang, hang on. See his original statement was they dug down fifteen twenty feet. He never said they dug down fifteen twenty feet and rebuilt the floor back up. You know, that so is, I filled you know, that in. So I'm like, okay, is that what he's talking about? Did they fill it with what? He didn't say they brought the dirt back. He just said they ripped well, out they the didn't. back wall and were able to move all this dirt. I'm thinking, no way. They didn't, I know. My all, my point is, I, they did not dig down 15, 20 feet. They probably dug down five. Say what you want to say. Okay. My my thought would have been, other than the areas of internal support. Uh, and they probably would have left those foundation, those footings unsupported. They probably took out the floor, scraped it down, and again they couldn't take it all because, like you said, those the two lifts, uh, though the track was taken out, I don't believe they rebuilt the uh, structures around the lifts. I'm just speculating uh, here. All right. Well, well hey, you now know. what what sent us down this this tangent? By the way, anybody anybody know um, how we got here? I don't know, but it's always an interesting tangent. <laughs> Uh, what was the last email we read? I don't know. I'm, I'm doing other things now. You guys are babbling so long. Um, let's see. Well, what um, Show ideas. No, let's get back nope, on track. Not that. No. I don't know. What, uh, I don't know. Let's get back on track. Oh, you're right. Wait. You were riding Space Mountain with, with the vision impaired dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was, was your that? point of telling us that story? Oh, that the... That the uh... How smooth it was, the left-right thing, and, uh, okay. you know, all right. and all that. All right, so yeah. should we go on to the next mail? 
Yeah. Do you do you have that or do I need yeah, to read I have uh, the one from Jonathan from Dallas. Oh, yes. But we – wait. What happened? To this one. We should read. This is just one where we, we read. It's, it's patting ourselself on the back. Okay. You do that one and I'll do the next – the Jonathan All from right. Dallas. Hi, Greg. My name is Mark and I live in La Habra, California. Hey, by the way, I'm playing poker in La Habra in about a week. Really? So maybe, I know who's yeah. there. You're really going back to that guy? No, he was in Whittier, which is, was a oh, couple okay. next, of next door, yeah, next door now. Okay. Um, I only get to go to Disneyland about three times a year since my annual pass expired in 07. Uh, well, you know, you can't take care of that. Yeah. Um, monthly Monthly, now. yeah. yeah. yeah monthly, Five bucks monthly. a month. Yeah. I've been listening to MiceCast for about two months, and I think you guys are awesome! Exclamation point. My favorite... Or, you're no. my favorite, Greg, because I'm an immature 13-year-old boy who loves all your pointless profanity. There you go. That's Greg's target sure. demographic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going for a three-day stay at the resort, and I'm either staying at the Paradise Pier Hotel or Disneyland Hotel. Now, so when did he send this? July 13th, so it's not too old. I'd like to know if you, Mike, and that other guy have any... Thanks. Thanks a lot. Other guy. Thanks a lot, you uh, immature 13-year-old brat. Have any recommendations, recreation, pool, dining, etc. Also, I was just curious to know what attraction from any Disney theme park in the world do you think is the most retarded? <laughs> and, and he spelled he spelled it T A R T E D. Well, no, retarded. he spar- he did it R E uh, hyphen tarted tarted as in it's very tart it tastes like pop tarted pop tarted <laughs> your best regards mark That's okay what... <laughs> um real quick on the recreation um you mean as far as Par- uh, paradise or paradise disneyland? yeah paradise pier or disneyland hotel um I'd you know, go for disneyland just because it's the disneyland i would prefer disneyland hotel as well um i've had my family stay in paradise pier hotel and it it's a nice hotel uh, the staff is great. Uh, they really have really nice folks that work over there. But it just feels, still feels a little bit separated from the rest of the resort, although they do have kind of a nice pool. Small, but nice. You Over at the Disneyland Hotel, you still have the uh, Neverland pool. But if you're staying at the Paradise well, Pier... Well, as a 13-year-old boy... If you're staying at the Paradise <laughs> Pier, you, for that matter... If you're staying at any of the hotels, you can go to any of the pools That's at the true. hotel. The Peter guess. Pan pool for a 13-year-old yes. boy has got to be the place to be. The right? one thing, the one thing that would be bad. I'm not quite sure when you're staying there, uh, but they are in the process of uh, changing the towers uh, in a very drastic fashion. So I don't know. Make sure you stay as far away from all the from, room and from what uh, they're getting rid of all the balconies. Yeah, I saw they have that. Oh, so they have no ceiling, jumps. So no more jumping. Yeah. How many jumpings have we? Well, let's not go there. Let's no, not go no. there. No, but um, that's another show. Yeah, but uh, so there are issues during, but mostly that would be just during the day when you have the construction going on around there. But minor issue. Yeah, I'd go for the Disneyland Hotel. Just not that, like you said, not that the Paradise Hotel is bad. It was. It's a. You know, I consider it more like your standard convention hotel Sheraton or, or something. Vegas Hotel. You know, it's not full of the pixie dust, which is fine. Not that the Disneyland Hotel is either, but it's the Disneyland Hotel. It's directly connected to downtown Disney. It just makes more sense to me to stay there. The one thing my nephew has enjoyed about staying over at the Paradise Pier uh, when he stayed there is they are staying on the east side of the tower, which is looking over Paradise Pier. Yeah, so that I was mean, really if you nice, get lucky enough to get that versus the parking lot. But, of course, yeah. now you have a lot of construction with the lagoon all being dried up that you get to look at. Yeah, but it's, it's not too bad. A lot of the... 
a lot of the big stuff's done, especially because the uh, DVC's almost completed and all that. Yeah. Um, now, what about retarded uh, rides? What do you think is the most retarded? Retarded? Right. Uh, fortunately, it's a, my, my, my favorite retarded uh, attraction has already gone by the wayside. That would be um, uh, Superstar Limo. Yeah, that's an easy target. That is an easy target. Yeah, Mike, that's kind of pedestrian. Mike, yeah, I really, that's not putting much thought into it. Mike, you got any thoughts? Of- yeah, no, I'm trying to come up with one. Of the, what was the last thing I saw that I thought was just a waste of time? I actually thought Voyage of the Little Mermaid was kind of retarded. My my family liked the show. Oh, the uh, well, that's over. That the was over a puppet show yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, that one was kind of a or, letdown. Or, or the uh, Bear in the Big Blue House, Playhouse Disney. That's well, you know, the, I, you got you got to be the right demographic for that. Right. Here's what I find tarted about it. My kids love Playhouse Disney, but they were at the right age at that time. Here's what I find tarted about it. Disney has the money to pretty much do anything they wanted. They used to have a themed restaurant. Guess it didn't go so well. That would be the uh, ABC ABC, uh, soap opera bistro. Yes. By the way, I just saw a soap opera that's been on like 70 years. It's going off the air. One of the I don't one of the daytime. Yeah, Guiding Light. Is it Guiding Light? That was CBS. Um. So they have this facility. They pretty much gut it, put carpet on the floor, hang some lights, put a crappy little stage, and make a fucking sit on the floor for the show. Well, you know, the, you know that the re- pisses me off. The reason you sit on the floor is so you can't see the puppeteers sticking the puppets up through the floor of the stage. And okay, also sitting on put the, the floor stage a little higher and kids. give me something to sit on. How's and, that? And for the again towards like Mike said, the demographics, the kids sitting yeah, on the kids. floor. Sit- yeah. Um, real quick, now, wait, in case wait, anybody- but but I want to oh. answer the question about my what I think is is parted. You no, know, I was going to throw something in before anybody starts writing their letters on how on Greg's statement on how a soap opera can be seventy years when we've had television for about sixty. <laughs> the soap opera started on radio, radio. <laughs> and then continued on television. So okay. I just wanted to throw that in. All right, I'm going to say that uh, the backstage yeah. tour is the most retarded attraction. What I, the backstage the tour. Backstage what I found, tour. Oh. <laughs> what I found <laughs> interesting is I happen to know this soap opera was going off because I casually was reading the big print TV guide at my grandmother's house. He knew enough that it goes back to radio. Do you watch daytime soap opera, Richard? No, I do not. Uh huh. Sure. No, I don't. But just it, like it, you don't it, watch porn, but you know all the porn names. Ye- you know, um, if, if you see, see here, see this little one here in your mail touch my that screen. says nab. 365 News. If you bother to read any of the oh, NAB newsletters, broadcast <laughs> newsletters, that's where I got it. Right. Well, just, hey, are we done with that mail? Richard, you're going to give us... Yeah. Oh, Rich, no, Richard said his. What's yours, uh, Greg? I, well, I'm going to throw in my two bits and uh, agree with you, Mike, wholeheartedly that uh, the back... You're talking about over at... Well, um, in its Disney. present situation, yeah. not, not, the one not at the uh, Disney started. Studios. Yeah, the Hollywood Studios. Yeah. In its current state, its yeah. current yeah. state it is yes. absolutely tarted. Yes, um, the 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 original plan was really great and grand, and I would the original plan would stand up to what Universal has. But oh no 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 don't, 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 don't blow smoke up people's no, ass. No, that's a pile of crap. It was it was never that good. And don't say what was planned. Did you actually write it in the first few years when it was the complete tour? No. It was, okay, so yeah. you have no. You really have no. Reference point. Point of reference. Yes. So when you die and come back from the dead, we can talk about it, right? Okay. It, it was so, I will say it was it's so, tarted. It was so blatantly a Universal Studios backlot to a ripoff. The problem is they weren't filming anything on any of these sets outside, and they weren't using any of the... Wasn't well, the Golden Girls still in production at the time? Yeah, but it was the exterior shot. How often do they change that up? 
but it, it was shot there, wasn't it? I, well, I, I don't in, know. I, 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 you know, for all I know, the Golden wait, Girls started started before. Let me, started hey, let me before. say this, Richard. Let me say this, I'm Mike. Check, I got You say it's an obvious ripoff of Universal. If you had a back lot, let's just say it was um, 20th Century Fox with Richard and I, and you have all been on on a tour. Correct. And let's say it was prior to them selling uh, much of it off, so they could build Avenue of the Stars area that's the avenue this is that or century city right that's century, yeah, century yeah, yeah. city and they and, had and a nakatomi plaza thank you yeah. and they had a Better um, known as the ramada shut the fuck up <laughs> and they had a a tour in a tram how much different can you do a tram tour than what universal is doing now other than you would theme the things to your shows no you you can't but see the thing is when you go in the universal tram you'd see sites of and you go hey i see the movie that was in I recognize I, this from that movie. Oh, I still see this there. And that, I, and that since I understand, and the original idea was to move production there. It correct. Just never, but see that yes, but you know, no one does out outdoor shooting in Florida because it's so friggin' hot and humid. No, there's there's some. Well, out- okay. I just got done watching a whole bunch of stuff about filming Lost, which oh, is done ninety five percent in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yes, it's not exactly you know cool weather all no, the and time it's, there. It's equate, but it's but the temperatures you know. Stable. Oh, right? Plus, you're, you are right in the beach. Yeah. You get a lot of breeze. Okay. Now, wait, wait. Golden okay, Girls. So our, Golden our, Girls started in 1985. Yeah, yeah. And the studios opened in '89. So I okay. don't think that when I drove by the Golden Girls house when I went on the tour in January of 1990, that that was the original house that they've used from the okay. beginning. You know. All right, fine. So I, was, now, I was going to throw that in you, there real quick. Are Mike. you saying that the tour as it is now, or the tour when it started? Was no, the, the most- tour when it started. You know, you, okay, you can see what they're trying to do. They were trying to they were, they were trying to build it up. You know, if they had actually followed through with their plans, it might actually have been cool. But uh, if it kind of fell short for me, and then because you know I was. I've been on the Universal Studios tour, and I know what a real backlot tour is supposed to look like and do, right? From a real studio. Correct. From a working studio with sound stages, and you might Uh, actually see a star standing outside a sound stage smoking a a cigarette as you drive by, right? A a working studio where the theme park was an afterthought after the studio was working. Okay. Rather than build a theme park and have the studio be the afterthought. Correct. So when it first started, it was okay, but now, oh, it's a waste of time. (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, I, I gotta say you're right on that Golden Girls house, Mike. Is that house was never the house that was actually used in the show. The house that was the, the house that they showed the exteriors of is a house that um, I don't even think it's my. It's in Florida, but it's in Miami. But it's a real house. That one was rebuilt to make it look like sure. the one that was the Golden yeah. Girls. All the shooting that was done, it was done there at the studios, but it's all interior that was done in on a soundstage. And they didn't have yeah, a whole. And they didn't yeah, have a that, whole lot of sound stages there. I mean, two or three. Well, there's two or three, but that's all you need. You just need one soundstage, and you got everything you need there. Well, I, yeah, but they were moving on, all kinds instance, of production. When we went on uh, to the Disney Studios, one of the sound stages actually had two shows going in. They had yeah. uh, the Carol Burnett, the new Carol Burnett show, and the 30 minute show. Yeah, and um, um, Home Improvement in the same sound stage. Yeah, one was on one. They end. moved that was Home a, Improvement to Florida. No, you're talking no, about. No, 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 no,
100% sure myself. So, uh, yeah, I think the long shot they show you or the close shot they show you on the uh, opening of Golden Girls look like a real home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the Brady Bunch home, which is 100% impossible for the interior from the exterior <laughs> yeah. of the house. But the, what, the house they show is still a real house, but it has nothing to do with where they filmed the show. They, all the Everything on the show, even the exteriors where the driveway was, is all done inside a soundstage. Yeah. Like MASH was all done on a soundstage, too. All right, Greg. Very few exteriors that were shut down oh, over at. Uh, I, yeah, Malibu. don't say very few, especially in the early years. Mash had a lot okay, of. Okay, in the earlier years, early yes, years. and in the last season, as it got worse and worse and campier and campier, it got I would more say between internal. Season five and uh, five and nine, it was almost exclusively indoor. Okay, which right, right. are retarded. Oh, I think I yeah, said I, I. I was actually though. No. I might. Didn't Richard, I say Richard said first, and then me. Oh. Okay, well, I thought I kind of alluded to Playhouse Disney and, and those. Oh, okay. Uh, I might have to say part oh, of yeah, Wonder said, for Life, you, you know. Said, you said Mermaid, uh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, I missed like, that. I, the Making of Me, which was actually kind of eerily scary with Martin Short. Um, <laughs> Cranium Command was okay, but, you know, they're kind of odd. And, and, and they're, like, good and bad in the same way. You know, you kind of laugh at them because they're so absurdly bad I, sometimes, you know. I don't know. Cranium Command is pretty good. I'd, How would you compare Cranium Command to Weird Al's Brain? Uh, I like Cranium Command better than Weird Al's Brain. Oh, really? Wow. Interesting. I haven't seen that yet. I'm okay, try all right. Now, one. here, let me tell you. So we're going. We're going to go down this rabbit hole now. Weird Al's Brain was fun, right? The little uh, optical illusion, little exhibits out front. You know, they were fun. They were yeah. mind blowing, right? Real quick, so everybody else can catch up with us. Uh, we're talking about the Orange County Fair. Yes, uh, here in California. And one of their exhibits is Weird Al Yankovic has Weird Al's Brain, which is a 3D movie, using the same technology that you've seen in the Magic Eye theaters at Florida and Disneyland. So, from so, there on. Yeah, so they get, you know, you go, you do that first at your pre-show, and then you go sit down, and, you know, Weird Al is in his 3D, his brain, it's like a tour of the brain laboratory, right? And they do some couple few 3D tricks, and and they teach you about the brain, right? Well, the best part was the end, where it's this original Weird Al song teaching you about the different parts of the brain and the stuff they do. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I, I was disappointed. I heard Weird Al was coming for a concert this year. Then I found out it was just his no. brain thing. Now, they did do a Weird Al convention, if you will, across the street at a hotel where they had, like, his bassist, his drummer. It was going to be like a convention all day, literally all day. I just happened to find a link, uh, Mike, that um, Tokyo – or actually, it's the Hong Kong Disneyland – uh, Ghost Galaxy Space Mountain Overlay, which originally yeah. premiered in Hong Kong Disneyland in 2007, features a new soundtrack and ghostly and ghoulish projections inside the darkened roller coaster. It's going to be like Rocket Mountain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's going to have projections of, uh, you know, scary stuff on the... Instead of projections another, of somebody standing on a stage playing a guitar. You know what? Though. I don't think that when I wrote it, I ever saw a projection of someone standing on the stage. I just remember like red and white lights. You could see the track. They had the, projections of, of something on the walls. I, you know, if they, if they did, Not I the never. It may have been down on the one. I, okay. I only got to do it once or twice, and I was thoroughly unimpressed. Now, as much as I've seen some people just practically wet their pants over how good Rock and Roller Coaster is, Let's get right down to it. You put California Screaming inside or put a soundtrack to it. It's equally as good, I think. 
Oh, the only thing um, that really makes Rock and Roller Coaster great is it's dark and it's inside. I mean, it's not a, anything special as far as a roller coaster. I've been on uh, much better roller coasters than that. Oh, it's, it's just the, it's the combined fun, yeah. experience. You yeah. Know? Oh, quick, quick, uh, quick side note on the Orange County Fair. Richard, uh, Richard, and I were in a eating, uh, crepe eating contest. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I want to dive into things from uh, that movie. Uh, what movie? But, oh, um, Stand by Me. Will, we brought that up. No, no, no. Will Ferrell uh, in the NASCAR movie. Oh, Talladega Nights. When he's going to break his arm unless he says eats crapes or something. Oh. Was well, you know, say, are those those little pancakes with the hot dogs in them? You know, or something like that. Yeah. Well, um, well, these uh, are the uh, little pancakes that were filled with and chocolate, chocolate, and pan- and, uh, and you both entered this at the same time. No, well, we ran into each other there, and then I heard our, about that. So our kids wanted to do it. Who stuffed their face the most? I finished mine. Richard did not. But you didn't win. No, I think I came in like fourth or fifth. And I was pretty close to the end. There. And, and and were the winners? Um, how should we say? No, they they were a cross section. I mean, one they was. Were- well, was, they weren't big boys. No, no, no. One was a you know scrawny Asian dude like Kobayashi, right? Yeah. yeah. And the guy that won was some scrawny. What would you say, Middle Eastern or Hispanic? I, I don't know. I don't know. I just know that the Asian I, dude they came in third place when they saw his tray was empty. They go, "Oh, here's our third place guy." And he, and he brings his face up, and his mouth is still full of all the stuff. And they go, oh, "You didn't finish it." Oh, he hadn't yeah. swallowed it. Yeah, he hadn't yeah. swallowed it yet. Whereas everyone else, you know. And the first place guy had an awful lot of that crepe all over his beard and mustache, yeah. too. So. But well, it was yeah. fun. It was, yeah. it was fun. And, what, what, and, and just to what? throw it in, prior to us entering it, no, they we, had the uh, we have to go through, kids. We have to go through the uh, whole progression, right? Because the, yeah, cause first, the, 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 both, both Mike's kids and my kids were in the uh, kid one. Kid one. Well, separate well. groups, I, separate age groups. I was like, what would. Okay, where would you put a pillar in there? Oh, just shut the fuck up. I'm looking. Uh, what would um, inspire you? All right, well, the, 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 the contest was in that kids' fun zone where there's fun, hands-on things for kids. It's usually got the big sand pit in the middle. Yeah. Okay, so the kids went in there to mess around, and we saw the sign for crepe-eating contest come back at 6 o'clock. So we did, right? And I ran into Richard and his family there. And so Richard's kids got their... They entered in their age group. My kids entered in their age group. And then there's an age group for, you know, 18 and up. And I said, oh, what the heck? You know, because there's still like 15 minutes left before they were going to do anything. So I went and got a ticket, and then I egged Richard on to go get his ticket. <laughs> and so they oh, said. St- yeah, that you had to pay for the privilege of no, stuffing no, your No, no, uh, no. They just, the first 10 really people to, to come and say, I want to do it, they gave him a ticket. Gotcha. So, they, so the, you know, when it's time, okay. You know, we need our ten contestants. You show up and hand them your ticket, right? So the five, you know, the five to eight year olds go up there and they can they give them a fork, and they could say, "Okay, eat as fast as you can. You have to use your fork, but you can use your hands too. Just get it done, right?" Then <laughs> the next age group, which is Richard's kids, they had to use the opposite hand that they eat with, and leave the other hand behind their back. Now, do you know in India, a certain hand is not yeah, supposed yeah, I, to be I, I, yes. we, that, that, that comment was brought up too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, and then the uh, you know the the middle teenagers they had to uh, they had to eat with no hands, be on their knees, stick their face in the crepe, and eat with no hands. So I turned to Richard and said, "You know what they're going to do next, right? What the next progression is after that?" Was we got blindfolded. 
Sure enough, so, we, so we get, got blind. <laughs> we get, as get they're up setting there. up, they're putting the trays of food out, and here come the blindfolds blindfold. coming so we, out. We get blindfold. Get on your knees. Your crepes right in front of you. I just put you your, bend your head down. What yeah. is it with Navy guys? Well, you know? the, the, well, the, the tables are too is, low, right? Yeah. The worst thing is, is they don't actually. The, the tray of food is sitting in the back, so you see the food, but you don't. You see the trays, but you don't see the food. So I have this hor- horrible fear of. They're going to put something in this thing, aren't they, <laughs> that we can't see? So Richard was I, afraid I was it was going to be spiked somehow or something. But yeah, I was, I was a little slow at starting and making sure what there was in front of me before I just started eating. I just tried to, tried to wolf it down, but it was really good. Too bad I couldn't take time to really enjoy it. Well, well the funny thing is, is Mike... When Mike was trying to convince me, he goes, oh, I don't care about winning. I'm just here for the free dessert. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so <laughs> I come in there, and I start I start uh, going to uh, uh, eat. Mike has to finish this off. I'm, like, done with it. I'm halfway through, and it's like, oh, that's enough for me. Thanks. <laughs> come on. I was trying to win. Well, yeah, what was the, uh, you know. The prize? Was, uh, the, yeah, prize? Was the prize? It was a blue ribbon. And what did it say? I was stupid enough to get in this orange contest. County for, I don't know. I've, I missed County my County. orange ribbon. I still got an orange I, I got an orange ribbon and a pencil with a brain on it. <laughs> Weird Al brain. Think brain. Yeah, think big or something like that. <laughs> but it was fun. OC Super Fair. So, yeah. But it should be. By the time people hear this, the, shit, the fair will be over. <laughs> no, no, because that's still going on until uh, August 9th. Yeah, but that, yeah you know, okay. Yeah. I'm not waiting to post this. Uh, uh, maybe maybe by the 5th or 6th. The next day, like he always does, right? No, yeah, right. no, no. We still got the last one we did. Well, wait a second. He's off on Friday, so. Yeah, every, <laughs> every Friday. But uh. All right, so should we try to get into this last email? Okay, yeah. I'll. Uh, okay. You want to read this one, sure. Jonathan's? Okay. Sure. Uh, it says, <clears throat> hey, guys. Thanks for the great podcast. I had an idea that I would love to hear all hear you all discuss. I'm curious about which rides or attractions are the strangest you've heard of for people to be sick on or in. For instance, my wife loves roller coasters. She loves all the drops, corkscrews, loops that she can get. (laughs) But enough about our sex life. (laughs) Uh, So she loves coasters of all types, but she can't see O Canada. The one time she saw it, she lost her Norwegian lunch right after we walked out of the theater. Keep in mind, my wife was stone sober when this occurred. To me, that is the strangest ride or attraction that can cause a protein spill, and I'd love to hear any similar stories you guys have heard. Just curious. Thanks again for a great show. Jonathan Keith from Dallas. You know what's funny is if this was when that email came in, other than having stories that aren't entirely true about Richard and where he has issues with, say, heights and queasiness, I would say... I don't know if I could tell you. I mean, other than the, the typical teacup pukes and, you know, those those are typical, right? Correct. I was standing in line last Wednesday for um, the fun wheel. And this was the day that I had a brain fart and said <laughs> the cardinal direction that I never heard the end of on Twitter. You did hear the end of it. I haven't brought it up till you brought it up just now. Uh, well, <laughs> it was over that day. Regardless, I'm standing in line. I wanted a non-moving um, gondola because I wanted to take pictures highest, of construction. Because right? it gets the highest. Well, and that and it's not moving while I'm trying to take a picture. And Except around the Ferris wheel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're so quick and bright, Richard. 
Uh, they pay me for here. One of the swinging gondolas as I just came around the corner. I was like, why isn't it moving? Custodio was cleaning up a protein spill in one of the swinging gondolas on the fun wheel. Now, I realize that the thing can be a little discerning, a little scary as it slides around up there, but I never really thought of anybody puking on it. So it took a while for them to clean up, and as the the cast member came out, everybody cheered her, which I thought was kind of funny and uh, cute and all that. And the, custod- kind of, the custodial cast member? Yeah, okay. yeah. She came out, and it was all clean. Everybody cheered her. And she raised both hands above her head. And was like, yeah, you know. So the, so I'm thinking, okay, are they going to load this thing right up? Nope. It. I think it did two revolutions before it ever got to get someone out. Dry out. Okay, now, yeah. now, Greg, you say you've never thought about people getting sick in there. Have you noticed, though, that when you sit down, there's air sickness bags? Uh, you in know, I've, been in, in those I've been in it, and I've never seen the air sickness bag. I've in never there. noticed that either. Well, it's not that I've noticed. I've seen a little side thing that looks like it could hold something, but there's never been anything in it. Okay, well, do you remember the time? Was it this Westfest or the previous one where Lou got on there and we're all making jokes about the air sickness bag? No, I didn't ride with Lou. I rode with uh, Aussie John and Chris. So, um, I I, I just never really thought. I mean, it swings. I understand that it could be scary because it, you know, it's kind of like getting up on the stratosphere on that attraction that just kind of lets you dangle Dangle. over the side, right? (laughs) Crap. (laughs) Which, funny enough, (laughs) broke down right after it uh, opened with people. Hanging on there, oh, they, yeah. they couldn't get them off for was like an hour or something. Couple hours, they're dangling over there. No way. No way. <laughs> at night, at night. oh no, at okay, well, at night's not so bad because you can't see. You know, except for those little ants that with the headlights going back and yeah, forth. But, yeah, you, I, you know, I but, think that's uh, the point where you close your eyes, put your head back, and go to sleep, and try to just go to sleep <laughs> and figure. You know, if you if you start to fall, it'll be over before you know it. You know. Well, all right. So you I've know, given up on the idea. Hold on a second. I've given up on the idea. Remember when you were young, you heard about you always heard about people jumping off the Empire State Building, things like that. Yeah. And they always said, "Oh, they probably pass out before they hit the ground." Bullshit. Oh, exactly. How many people <laughs> sky jump every day? And, and they don't, don't pass, pass out, out on the way down. Way down yeah, <laughs> yeah a, you pass a, out the time you go smack. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you, yeah, you know what they used to tell just, me? You know what they used to tell you in survival school, right? Because they're teaching you how to land with the parachute, right? right? And if your yeah. parachute don't don't open, don't worry about it because it's not <laughs> it's not the matter. fall that kills you. It's the bounce. The sudden yeah. stop. No, it's not the sudden stop. It's the bounce. So when you hit the ground, grab on. <laughs> that's funny i'm watching i'm watching band of brothers on netflix i have a disc come you know oh, sporadically yeah. between other things and they they just got their their uh, replacements and they're getting ready to make a jump and the guy's like get rid of that second dairy shoot they were per- you know the first one's pretty reliable anyways or something yeah. like that that's just extra, extra baggage you, you know, don't yeah, need and then and combat jumps were 200 feet so you didn't have time to well, that's what he was saying if the first one doesn't work you don't have, you don't have, really time. have time um, uh, all right, no, okay, but to comment on uh, Jeff's thing here, my my wife can't handle circle vision either. Really? She, yeah, she she gets, you know, her brain can't understand why it looks like she's moving, but her ears telling her she isn't. So right. she, which, which is exactly what motion sickness. So well, yeah, we were we were can't, trying to deal point, with it. Well, I don't know what we were watching, but somehow JFK Jr. came up, and uh, I was trying to explain to my middle daughter. How you know you can fly and be in in fog and fly, and if you don't trust your instruments, 
your brain will tell you you could be upside down, sideways, that you literally have to trust those instruments because you can't see. Oh, yeah. And your brain and your inner ears are all fucked up. And, you know, that's why he died because well, he, most likely he didn't trust his instruments and was trying to fly what he felt versus what he could see. And, and she she just didn't get it. I'm like, and I was we I forgot what we did the other day, and she was getting all like disoriented. And I reminded her of uh, of that, and she she kind of got it then because oh yeah, you're just like totally yeah. out of it. And I, I told you about uh, when I was doing a night training flight out over the ocean, Mike. Um, you know, of course, one of the things they, that your the your instructors always go through with your they put the planes in really weird, bizarre attitudes, and you're supposed to figure out where you are and. Get yourself out of the attitude. Okay. So, and out over the ocean, yeah, you have at night you have zero reference points. You cannot see the water. Uh, all you see is the stars above you and the whatsoever out there. You're in outer space. Horizon, no reference points whatsoever out there. You're in outer space, and so he has me look at the uh, look down at the floor. So I'm not watching the instruments. And he puts the plane, spins around, does a couple things just to mess me up. And he puts the plane in the attitude, and I, uh, he goes, okay, fix it. And I look at it, and I figure out real quick, looking that we're in a uh, steep climb pulling to the right. So I quickly uh, drop that back down to level flight and level off the wings. And he goes, okay, cool, great. And it felt wrong, and I kept trying to turn the plane up on its right side. And I would see it changing on my, uh, on my attitude indicator that I'm going on the right, and I'd pull it back down to level flight. But it felt wrong. It felt like we were leaning to the left, and I kept wanting to pull it. The whole flight, I was really messed up on thinking we were flying on our left side, and I kept wanting to correct it. I had to go by the instruments. When we turned around and came back to the shore, and suddenly I had the city lights down below me, and I have a horizon... My brain readjusted itself, but that was the weirdest feeling being out over the ocean at night uh, with that. And, you know, then we talk about JFK Jr. out over uh, uh, the uh, Long, Bay. There, Long Island Mass- Sound, right? Is that uh, right? Was, no, it was uh, Massachusetts. Uh, um, oh, yeah, Martha's uh, Vineyard. That's right. That's where he yeah, said. Yeah, he was going out that way. Uh, and he has no reference points at night over the ocean. Oh, yeah, I can see how that goes really easily where you can just tip the plane up on its side and you'll never know it until you hit the uh, water. Well, the uh, the most graphic representation of how easily your ear could get messed up was uh, at the first bit of aeromedical, I guess, training or indoctrination that I was given. And they, they sit a guy in a chair that spins, right? Yeah. And they blindfold him. And they spin him in the chair, and they have they have him sit with his hand, his hands and fists on his knees, with his thumbs pointed up, right? And they say, "Okay, we're going to spin you, and we want you to point your thumbs in the direction you think you're spinning." So they start spinning him, and sure enough, he points his thumbs in the direction the chair is spinning. Okay, well, the chair's on you know nice rollers, and they stop exerting force, and the chair spins, and the chair's spinning, and next thing you know, he points his thumbs up, and the chair is still spinning. And, the, and everyone's like going, well, how's that? How is it that, he, that he's still spinning, but he thinks he's sitting still? Yeah. And, and it's the fluid in his ears had caught up with the motion. Right. And here he is still spinning, and he thinks he's flying straight and level. It was, right. That's, uh, you know, the, and the most graphic way to be shown that you can really just kill yourself. And going, and, and going right along that same line, that I mean, 
when you're going through flight school, they tell you the whole definition of motion sickness is you're, you're so used to getting your perception from multiple points, mainly your inner ear and from your eyesight, that when your eyes are saying you're doing one thing and your inner ear is telling you you're doing another, the conflict is what causes the sickness, uh, motion sickness. So that's why when you're reading in the car, you're looking at something that's very still. Your eyes are saying you're standing still, but your inner ear is feeling the motion of the car, and that's why you get car sickness. And then you barf. <laughs> and then you barf. <laughs> and I, that's why I was going to say is, yeah, um, circle vision, I've seen it quite often where people have gotten motion sickness really easily in that one. Because, again, we have the opposite to where your eyesights are telling you that you're moving. And your inner ear is telling you you're standing still. And you get the conflict again. Well, my grandmother used to swear she could get seasick standing on the shoreline. Some people can do that because you're looking at the movement of the ocean. ocean, You're standing still on terra firma. Well, you know, I was watching the behind the scenes of Lost and they were out shooting on the freighter. The director said after about 15 minutes... Blah. And then they, then they cut to a picture and they show like five buckets, white buckets that are, it's written on them, puke. Yeah. So for everybody out there who wasn't used to it, there's this line of puke buckets. It's very funny. All right. Well, so, is there, I, I was going to say, there's the, there's the story that, uh, of when they, when they changed from Circa Rama to Circle Vision, the 35 millimeter film, they had America the Beautiful. And they were uh, showing Walt Disney and a couple of the other Imagineers at the studio the, the almost finished product they had they had set it up in one of the sound stages and they come up to that uh, b25 scene where they're flying the upper colorado river and it tilts they bank to the left and they say don't don't pick the flowers as we go by yeah no 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 they're they're flying upper upper colorado river and they do that long bank to the left as they're coming around the uh curve of the canyon there okay and everybody everybody in the room just immediately just leaned right over and fell on the floor and that's when they decided, yeah, we really need to put lean rails in the theater. Um, and that was exactly why that w- the reference lean rails points always help. Yeah, yeah. All right. So aside from you know a circle vision, that it really uh, isn't really isn't all that unusual to you know give people uh, motion sickness. Is there anything yeah. unusual? I mean, if it spins, sure, right? No one's surprised that you barf on. Yeah, I, I've, I've watched people get sick on the carousel. On uh, King Arthur's Carousel <laughs> in Disneyland, that's uh, just, just funny. <laughs> yeah, the, and you know Dumbo, Astro Orbiter. I've seen get sick on those. Maybe anything that spins. Yeah, I used to. If I go too fast in a teacup, I might puke. If I'm going slow enough, okay. And to tell you the truth, on Mission Space, I don't even realize I'm moving in a circle. I just Correct. you feel the pressure. You just feel the pressure. But I have to admit, one time I was getting on it with Chris and his sister, and I think I was just getting a little tense about there because it's a pretty intense ride you know and you know what it's going to do so i used to hate going on spinning rides anticipating maybe you want to puke and you don't want to be that guy that pukes and i actually took a bag out and then i managed to kind of you know calm down choke and it down it was no not even i never got the chunks even in the back of my throat <laughs> I, I, I just calmed down i took a couple deep breaths and I'm like okay i'm all right you know but there was that anticipation of, of puke. And it's nothing like, you know, nothing worse than getting a little bit of that bile and a chunk in the back of your throat. You know? oh, speaking of, Okay, speaking of a spinning ride, okay, like Dumbo but, and Astro Orbiter, I can handle, right? Up, all the way up, all the way down, whatever. Because the, the swing, you know, the, the distance from the center out where the rocket or the elephant is, 
is far enough where the spin, I don't feel it so much, right? But Flicks Fun Flyers, holy yeah. crap. The distance, oh, the distance you're spinning around there. I'm like, oh, this is this is not making me feel good because it's such a <laughs> it's such a short distance, you know. The the spin seems faster. It's really? A t- uh, yeah, tight turn going. It's a tight, I've yeah. A, yeah, I've had a couple of times at the very end of Space Mountain. You know, combination of you know the the, yeah. the lap bar. You're always you turning right. Topic. You're always turning right. You're always turning right. Turn left. But Dad? do you remember that old ride on on Magic Mountain where the room spun and then yeah, the floor, the floor dropped, dropped out, the Turkish twist or whatever? Yeah, I no, never got uh, sick on that. The, ba- the barrel spin? Whatever they call it. I know yeah. in some places. Yeah, it spun the, and then the yeah. floor dropped off. You were stuck to the no, wall. The barrel yeah. spin were barrels that were that was like a scrambler okay, motion, well, right? They, they yeah, spun. I'm and talking then, about the one where the, yeah, the yeah, floor yeah, you dropped out. out. And then you can put yeah. yourself upside and down and you'd stick to the wall, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they yeah. had something similar at Knott's Berry Farm well, where it spins around and then it tilts up. I'll submit to oh, you. Oh, that's not similar because it, the floor didn't come out from under you. No, yeah, but you're still sitting That's up not there. the same. It's a whole different No, it's different. I'll submit to you, Greg, though, that the, the ride where the floor drops out is the the granddaddy of Mission Space. Oh, yeah. No, that's that same no concept, right? The, well, the, you feel the uh, gravity push you down, right? You know. Yeah, but that's not as old as actual... You know what they used in NASA to centrifuge. No, no, no. Up. I'm just you know. <laughs> I'm just just saying, yeah, I know. I want to try the new one that's out at uh, Cape Kennedy or the uh, Kennedy well, Space Center. Put you in the shuttle and they open the roof Cape and all where? that. What Cape Where? Shut up. Um, <laughs> old school, dude. Yourself. There's nothing wrong with old school. That's right. I still call it I'm Epcot going old, Center. Old school. It's Cape Canaveral before it was Cape Kennedy. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's isn't it back to Cape, Grana- yeah. Canaveral, Cape Canaveral with the Kennedy no, no, Space Center? Kennedy Space Center. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, those are a couple of odd attractions. Um, I wouldn't think of people getting sick. Now, obviously, we see people get sick on all the roller coasters, and you know, you're either a roller coaster person or you're not. You just, you know, I, I will throw one more odd one that I kind of the Columbia is the Columbia too much for you? No, no. Okay, um, the you land know those, living with the land. <laughs> it, it, it's not the motion. It's not the motion that does that. I, I'm, the people movers and get going a little bit more fast for you. The main no. street cars. Yeah, you know, yeah. The double decker no, bus. She can't handle. Oh, I know. The swan boats around the uh, swan boats. Oh, geez, that's dating one. Oh, one, one that I kind of had to uh, hold back a chuckle on because a chuckle a or a chunk, chunk. A, a chuckle. Because I, I had I had to respond. To oh, was it you wanted? It, it was wasn't me. Else. It was somebody okay. else. And I'm going. How do you get sick on this? Um, one of those little motion-based things, arcade games at the Starcade. And I'm not talking about the one that went upside down. I'm talking about the one like that the you old just... the jet one or something to turn left yeah, and yeah. right? It's, not even, it's, it's the one that's like the roller coaster type that just has the little chairs that go up you and down. You know what? I, I might understand. Remember the old Castle Wolfenstein? Yeah. You know, first-person shooter game. 3D. If, 3D. 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 If I play one of those long enough where I'm just staring at the screen... Those can make me nauseous. It's like, you know, you're just intently staring on the screen. In fact, Mike, that reminds me, I've been wanting to play Call of Duty 2. Oh, you, you know what? I probably should install that game then. Oh, yeah, no, you should. no, what you should do is you should, oh, like, never mind. Modern Warfare? No, I was going to say, you know, some Red Alert 3, but. I can't. Yeah, I'd have to go Parallels or something to be able to do that one. I've been looking right. to see if it comes out on the oh, Mac. I don't you think it has yet. Oh, I don't know if it'll run in my P3. I still have a P3 sitting behind me. I don't know if it'll run on that. Uh, I don't think so. I don't P3. think so either. I'll have to check. I don't think it's out for Mac yet, but I'll, I'll take a look. Uh, but, yeah, those first-person shooter games, sometimes if I play long enough or I'm too intense, you know, and it, you're constantly looking around going left and right, 
that'll make me a little sick. Because that's tunnel vision, right? You, you know, you can't I guess so. you're, 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 get no you're, peripheral vision out of it, and it's. Are you talking about the ones where you have no, the no, no, no? Just gear? like if I'm staring right here. Oh, and, not the ones where you're using the headgear. No, I've never used around. one with, okay. with with headgear. No, no, it's a it's a PC game, but it was it had a floor, a ceiling, and walls, right? Okay. So and was, they were kind of you know it was very you know forced perspective ish looking. Yeah. And but it had, you know, again it was like tunnel vision. You had no peripheral vision to help you with anything. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's funny. Uh, as long as someone, I don't think I've heard of anybody, you know, other than sick kids puking on like the trains or the, you know, the boats or anything like that. But uh, I guess I could see circle. It's never affected me that way. But I could see if someone, um, you know, kind of had that problem he was discussing, not the sex stuff, but the other stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I can see I, how I that could happen. I don't think he thinks that's a problem with his sex. Yeah, I, I wonder if, it, if she equally has the same issue with. Um, Impressions de France or uh, oh, you're sitting, China sitting down. Well, uh, France, you're, France. France, you're sitting down. China, you're not. But you know, it could be also the visuals you're having. China doesn't have as the same kind of visuals. You don't have going that, down the ice sled and everything. And yeah, you don't have some of the flying the, uh, motions that I yeah. remember. China, China, you know, China seems more ground Yes, that, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, so that'd be interesting to know if she has that problem. Of course, there's that one scene where you, the camera, the whole thing tilts down to look down into the karst. Yeah, the karst yeah. Up th- mountains. Yeah, yeah, oh, that wow. uh, that might not be the same as like the fluid motion because you know I'm I never have a problem on Star Tours, but the one or body two wars. times I did oh. Body Wars, yeah, and I was I was up in the upper left corner in the back. There's no and, way. And, and I'm didn't. like. When is this going? I to, did I mean, Body I, Wars once, and yeah. we went. And we went back in uh, 2006, and you know, it was open again. My brother-in-law and his boys said, "Come on, let's go on Body Wars." I said, "Nope, I, I, I know what I know. I know my. I know what to expect. Nope. Been there, done that. I'm, A man's yeah. got to know his limitations, right? Yes. Yeah. But I did it, and <laughs> I thought you, I was kind of happy. I'm in the back corner, but then I, you know, I'd heard it was very fluid, and you know, it's what maybe an eight, ten minute. Yeah, it's probably you know attraction. Seven. I don't know how long it is, but it's. Oof. But towards the last Body two wars. minutes, I'm like, get this yes. fucking guy out of here. Let's <laughs> finish this story up. Let's wrap it up. Let's go home. And I was glad it was over when it was over. Same here. I, yeah, cool. Now, if I would have been sitting in the middle, maybe not as bad because or the you front know, row, right? The front row has the least amount well, of motion. Does it? Yes, because you're, you're close to the front, though. But the still. front's still the center of the cabin. Closest to the center of the is, cabin. Is, is it? Oh, okay. Because um, I'm not sure if this if. Ryan listens or not, but since we're kind of on that technology, I need a little side note. And we've pretty much covered his email, haven't we? Correct, correct. We're okay. free to we're free to tangent all we want. Okay. okay. Here's tangent because you know there's rumors about uh Star Tours 2.0. And whether or not that 2.0 gets a digital upgrade or anything is unknown, I think. You got to think they would. You, you got, got to think they would. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to go back to the original off the shelf uh, motion simulators we bought, and Richard's got a far more knowledge on this than we do, so we have to take some of it for granted that he's not, you know, adding the the shaft factor to it. Um, but again, people have complained about attractions we have in the park that are off the shelf. Yet this literally was not developed by Disney, but it was a Canadian, Canadian company that developed it. Yeah. Um, originally, it was a video projection, right, or some kind of video. Thing. Yeah, if I remember okay, correctly. Disney was, converted it yeah. to film. Yeah, it was videotaped. Okay. Here was a question Ryan had. Where is the projector 
and where is the film canister, and is it rear projected with a mirror, or is it directly projected? It, okay, well, that, I... That, that's number one, and then I'll go on. From I know there. where the film canisters hang on the back. Uh, that's what I was ninety nine point nine percent we, sure. We saw that. We seen, we seen yeah. that at, at Walt Disney Imagineering, the big, huge film canisters to make it one long loop, right? Well, well, right, right. Well, yeah, it's 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 a film rack that has the, all yeah. the film out in the open, and none of it's coiled up. It's all out in the yeah, open. Well, it's, it's all it's going back and forth, up and down, because, up yeah. and down, and up and down on rollers, right? And it's kind of right. like the stuff in the old Mission. Uh, uh, Mission to Mars, it's, it's computer, exa- or, uh, yeah, what computer yeah, room? It's same way with the tapes looping like that. They're right. never spooled up. It's, it's the exact same thing. The only difference on these racks, they had to modify them because, like, the racks we saw also, uh, Circle Vision had the same type yes. of film racks. Yeah, yeah. In those, the down loops, gravity held them down in place. We right. couldn't do that on Star Tours oh, it's because moving, yeah, moving around. Yeah. So they actually have a spring loaded mount that holds it into place. All okay, right, so we, pro- we know those are on back. So now. Projection, I want to say. Isn't it in the floor, like in front of the screen or something? The projection is in the floor. Okay, when you're staring at it, you got the uh, blast shield that comes down. And you yes. got that Correct. wall, which is the projector which is, actually is in the floor yes. that aims up into a mirror to project it onto the screen. Uses uses an anamorphic lens. So it's in angle. front of the screen. It's in yes. front of the screen. It's a front screen projection. That's an opaque screen that's in front of you. Yeah, you can see if you look some of the older. Uh, cabins or whatever, you could see some of the bleed. You could see and, you could see the bleeding off of the screen and onto whatever surrounding that's, it. That's, one of, that's part of the reason they put the blast shield there. So you don't see it when you walk in. So you don't see it when you walk in and you can't tamper with it when you're walking in either because it, it is like right there. Okay, wait. It's not pointing directly up then. I don't know what how much of it. I know it it's, would have it's, to, it's not the mirror. It would have to it almost has to be pointing back at a mirror. Because the mirror's got to be extending it back. You said direct. I'm sorry. My, my my understanding, if I remember correctly, it's it's like pointing out almost about 90 degrees from the floor. I, it's I don't pointing know. It up and then hitting the mirror and because you have to really screen. adjust for the. What are, I forgot what it calls when it when you have the flares out left and right, like in a video projector. There's correction for those aspect problems. Forgot what right, but that, that's also what your anamorphic lens will do too, and and you can do the same thing in your mirrors. If you get the mirrors, if you put a, a uh, convex enough onto the mirror, sure, properly, sure, it'll correct. Right, so the mirror is on the ceiling then. No, above the the mirror is just below the, where the where the wall the bulkhead is. When, the, when the blast shield comes down, and you still got that bulkhead that's yeah, about so, three feet off the floor. So that's holding the mirror. The the mirror is attached to that bulkhead just below your visual sight. Okay, so the, the mirror is looking the same there. way as all the people then, and the projector is yes. aimed back at the people. The projector is aimed at. Well, no, my my if I remember correctly, projector is aimed up from the floor. Oh, and hits and the mirror at a forty-five. Okay, at a forty-five. Yeah, roughly okay. a forty-five. Whatever. Oh, angle okay. Got to be a little bit different than yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand where you're going, Mike, and I see where you're going, Richard. Um, okay, I'm going to pay a little more attention. It doesn't because I'm looking for that hot spot in that you don't see a lot of, you know, when you have dust and stuff in the air, you usually see when there's a beam of light. Correct. Don't, you don't usually see so that. So you would think it's rear projection. But I, I can't imagine how they would hang a projection unit outside the cabin. Well, I don't think, you well, know, I'm, I'm, as much as you're saying, like, if the uh, your first rows are roughly the center, that means there's a lot of room. So... You know, yeah, but not uh, that deep of an area. Sure, it where is. The distance from the front row, you got the the wide path, which has to be at least what thirty six inches, right? Uh, for for well, wheelchair to go to through. 
that you wheelchairs don't go through. Yes, they do. They push the, the wheelchair front, through yeah. to the other side. The do they side. pick them up? I thought they let them hobble in and then they took the wheelchair around. Do they oh, I don't, I, I've seen them push a wheelchair through. Okay, so usually, 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 they had the wheelchair, usually they have the wheelchair come up through the exit, but I have personally taken it's wheelchairs all the way the through. Row. Okay, so yeah. it's at least, okay. well, actually, that should be 60 inches, but we'll say it's maybe 36 to 48. Yeah, it's, so it's, now, it's, somewhere it's, in it's minimal. It's minimal, right? It. Yeah. So then you have the bulkhead, and then you have the distance from the bulkhead to the screen, which, you know, now, it's got to be at least the same the same distance. Sixty inches is just for turnaround. Now, I, I, I will say that. when I refer to when I when I look at it when I'm my references to center is I'm going for pivot center on Correct. where the Correct. vehicle There's is pivoting. Yes, it's not yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah. not the center Geographic of the vehicle. The center, center of the vehicle is like about somewhere right. between the first and second row. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yes. Okay, so um, does the does the Book of Wonders talk about or does it predate Star Tours? You know, I was no, no, no. It, it has that in there. I thought I. Richard's kind of in my way, and there's a stack of about 32 slide carousels. And is it? Is there? It'd be a big, thick black one. All right. So, what? What was the other question? What was the rest of the the other part? That's not it either. I can already tell. It's bigger than that. What? I lost sound. Oh, hearing mic. Richard unplugged himself. Hold I didn't unplug myself. You never yes. plugged me in properly. You are so okay. Fine. Loving. All right. So, what's the second half of the question? Okay, so the second half of the question goes, if they go to... No, it's not there, Richard. I told you it's not... I've already said that. You keep digging. If they go to video... Or digital, anyway. Or digital in some manner. Digital projection. Um, no. I was wondering... Well, two, Ryan and I were discussing this at great length. Would plasma, which I don't think so, or um, LCD flat panels handle the stress of the movement okay first of all plasma is probably better in terms of color right because we all know plasma does better black right and there's a lot of you know i i hear so much from x you know i'm air quoting experts why the one is better than the other that i've kind of given up on that and just look at what i like visually myself dlp being the best, but that requires projection. There's no more DLP. What? Since when? They're getting. Uh, well, okay, you can still buy DLP sets, but they're not. So that's that's phasing out. They're phasing. Yeah, saying. that's going away. All right. Okay. So. Now, now, Crest told me, Doctor Crest, you got you guys yeah. know him, but he told me that um, what he was seeing and, and hearing from his buddy Ken Crane that these LED uh, yeah, LCDs I, they using LEDs this- are. Like becoming the big thing, they're cool. They last forever. They've and got they're very great thin. lights. I, they yeah. had one on display over at the fair, and I gotta say that thing was about. An but anyways, inch. you're yeah, saying you think plasma? Okay, see, I was thinking plasma since you know since early on in plasma, they've had issues with with burn-in, burn-in. yes, color loss, things like that. That they seem to be a more fragile unit. That's Correct. my all right. All right. My uh, that, I was gonna qualify either how either one would work. All right, plasma from from a color reproduction standpoint. Plasma has better black. That's that's what all the you richer know, colors from what I've re- review them. sites say. No one can do black like plasma. LCD can't because LCD by by definition uses light to create the picture you're seeing. Right? Light is uh, you, light you have comes a light through panel and it's passing through. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Now, when you talk about the LED sets, right? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, they're very thin because the LEDs are are along the edge. They light from the edge instead of from the back. 
right? Okay. Okay. The the the, the thing with LED that you have to be careful with is uh, if they have local dimming or not, right? Most LED sets don't. The meaning that when they want to, when you need a a dark spot, the whole all the LEDs have to dim to create the darkness. When they have local dimming, where they can actually just dim six sections of the light that's behind the LCD screen, only that section goes dim and the whole picture doesn't go dim. Does that make sense? I, I'm somewhat following you. Okay. Um, yeah. Not that I, I'm. I'm also doing something else at the same time while you're. <laughs> so anyway, all right. No. So LED, LED no, LCDs dark, uh, sets are uh, lighter, right? They weigh a lot less. Yes. So if you hung them on the front of those cabins, they get flung around. They would probably not fall off. <laughs> well, I'm not worried so much of falling off. What I'm thinking is, you know, none of us, when we move our large screen TVs or flat panels, um, think about, you know, okay, let's shake this thing up and down. <laughs> like, right. we're, like we're shaking up a spray can for a spray painting, right? We're very careful with it we so they'd have to test that yeah yeah yet when they're shipped in their boxes with styrofoam they around get dropped it, all the time you know, oh yeah I, I, i've seen those commercials you got orangutans carrying those things <laughs> like a so, samsonite commercial um so that's that's the um you know My, kind of the the poor man's thinking of it are they designed for that kind of abuse but then you think these project these these Analog projectors, which have uh, glass uh, components in them. Well, analog. Uh, you're talking about a film projector. A film projector, yeah. They they're doing quite well now. Going to video projectors, I also know from experience from friends who tell me that their video projectors. Now, again, we're only talking about video projectors under probably two grand. Have not fared well from these like traveling guys who are constantly setting them up, taking them down. They're not very durable. Well, you know, they get banged around a lot, right? Right. But okay, are but you going to take one of these $100,000, $200,000 projectors like we've seen at NAB but and s- slap it in one of those machines? Is it going to take but, that okay, kind of... Okay, but there's a difference between being shaken and getting banged. Stir- and, shaken and, and, and stirred. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying? Getting whacked up against another immovable surface... As opposed uh, to being bolted down and shaking, there's a difference. I would think. I understand, but you know, the Star Tours experience is not about. <laughs> no, it's uh, not, and it's not a gentle one either. <laughs> no, it's it's harsh movements back and forth. Um, you know, my my thought on it is, I I almost have to say that mounting a, a screen like a plasma LED, LCD, mounting a screen just the amount of the weight. Granted, we've had film cabinets that weigh literally a couple tons mounted on the back of these things, and that was what caused the problems on the early Star Tours vehicles. But mounting a screen is almost so for it just sounds. Now you see early. Have how many different vehicles have they had in there? Um, definitely two, and I'm wondering if we put a third one in there. I'm trying to remember if we. Oh, the whole set? Wait, wait. They've been replaced completely at least once. I'm trying to remember if we did it a second time. But the cabin itself wouldn't wouldn't suffer from the the cabinet. It would be the hydraulic actuators and stuff. No, no, you're you're talking, you've got to mount it to the framework of the cabin. But there's still stresses on it, the doors opening, I mean... I mean, it's like any ride vehicle will be stripped right. down, rebuilt at times. I, I, I just, I just pictured that it would be far better just to have a uh, digital projector on board because you're doing 
that would be the least amount of change to the physical structure of the cabin because you're taking out a film projector and you're replacing it with a with a video projector. Because I think the, the hydraulics could be rekeyed or something to to well, compensate man, for the uh, shift in gravity. Okay, well, yeah, gravity. because right, I mean, you're exactly right. You may take off. It may be a equalizer. It may be a lot less weight. But here's my question. I mean, because you could shock mount. It's probably the the projector now is probably shock mount. You, you probably shock mount the video projector. But if you put a plasma or an LCD or or whatever on the front of it, how big is that screen? Now, what do you think the projection of that screen? I don't think it's more. Is? I don't think it's more than sixty inches. No, it's more than that. You're eight. You're eight people across. What What's the current rating for uh, chairs? Yeah, but uh, see, I mean, but uh, but the screen is not as wide as the cabin. No, it's not. But, but it's pretty doggone close. Okay, because it's eight people across, and the front of the cabin angles in. One side has the screen where you can see R2 and all that stuff going on. The other side has the control panel. Yeah, I guess it's at and least then Rex. It's, and Six then, by four. I and then think. there's Rex, right? So that makes it narrower even more. But, so maybe but a 72-inch no, screen diagonal. But, but I, when, I'm talk, when I'm talking about the stresses on the cabin, I have no concerns about the hydraulics. Those hydraulics will lift anything you want them to do. No, what I'm talking about is the mounting onto the actual vehicle frame, the uh, the weight and the balancing of a screen being put onto the frame of the uh, cabin, I think would almost be forbidding compared oh, to just ch- taking taking out a, uh, a film projector and then mounting in a uh, video projector. You're not you're you still are using the same mounts that are in the floor where your main part of the structural support of the vehicle is is in the floor, it, rather than trying to put it onto a wall and put something on the ex- well, how heavy the do you think it. a seventy inch plasma is? Pretty damn heavy. That's not uh, a uh, uh, seventy inch plasma. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say my, like seventy five pounds, maybe. My my, my forty six inch plasma are look, was. Are you looking it up, Greg? Uh, no, but I will. My my forty six inch plasma is like thirty pounds, thirty five pounds. Oh, that's nothing. And see, W E I G. It is when you're trying to set it properly, you don't want to drop plasma. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but so then the bigger question would be, how much is a seventy two inch? You know, you're not going to buy just a seventy two inch you'd put in your house. You're gonna uh, you, you're gonna want to buy one that's got much higher quality than that. Also, plasmas can go bigger than LCDs, too. That's another plus. But a projector a pl- can go even bigger. Correct. What you say? A projector can go even bigger. Yeah, a projector. Of, so are you saying but, the DLP projectors are going to be cut out, too? Not just the... the no, no, no. Uh, I think the DLP projectors will still have uh, a market because, you know, they're traveling salesman type. I just think that DLP for television is... Because DLP, part of, part of the thing that was always the selling point for DLP was every, let's just call it a pixel, every every point of light had like a gazillion little mirrors around it, and they were supposed to be very bright, very brilliant. And part of the uh, the thing of the projectors is it made the, them to project very well in different light sources. So as a they, they always, well, they I say they always, it's been a couple of years since I researched them, DLP was the best option for projectors, correct. They still are. Yeah, but also you had some. I don't want to call them flat panels. Very thin rear screen projected TVs. 
Uh, mine's not very deep at all. Mine, mine happens to be an LCD, I, but uh, is it okay, Mike? Is it that you're saying DLP is going out because DLP is there, or is there just they're losing the market because plasmas and LCDs and LEDs I, I, are coming down to where, especially when you consider the footprint that the television's taking up, you can mount those three type of TVs on the on a wall. You cannot mount. And a uh, DLP television to the wall. Correct. Well, well, because they require a mirror. They're not. They well, require yeah, you have a lot of, actually minimum, a lot of little mirrors, right? Minimum of twelve well, inches depth yeah, on, the, on the television. Yeah, they're not. They're not flat panels. DLPs have never been flat panels. Right, but that's what I'm saying is is it that they're not making them because they're not ma- because there's a problem or there's the technology's old or is it just that there's not a market? For well, it? you know, I, I think there's I, not a market, Richard. I I, I think the DLP is. Uh, going well, so away, you know. What you what you might see is that uh, here. It's funny that the first thing they came up with is a seventy two inch DLP. <laughs> yeah. Um, if what Mike is saying is correct, after four or five generations of plasma, they've addressed a lot of their issues. Because in the first few generations of plasma, you're also looking at a TV that almost, may only last three or four years. Yeah, well, yeah, they were in the first generation, they were saying that you would start getting burn-in and you'd start also having a gas to, comp- to uh, composition after about three or 4,000 hours. Which yeah, and is, the way my kids, you know, pause and walk away, and I'm yeah. like, go in there, like, who the hell did this? I don't want this burn-in. Well, 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 the biggest problem was in plasma, the gases that are actually, that create the, they decompose and they lose their color. And that was part of the problem with uh, plasma TVs. But now they have them to where They've tested these things for twenty four, twenty five thousand hours or more. Well, uh, standard. Oh. I'm looking at a comparison between LCD and uh, plasma. And plasma. They both are about the same, thirty to sixty thousand hours. Well, yeah. Okay. So, that's great. That's so. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's more than ten yeah, years. Yeah. But that's, on the that's also family. a shot in the dark based on a lot of different factors no, that all, all, no. aren't always a hundred percent accurate. No either. one's. No one's. Yeah. No one's had a television that long. But I've um, had to replace my um, uh, bulb on my uh, LCD already. LCD projector. Projector. projector yes. Rear projected one, yeah. Now, um, I can't find one that gives me going, any information on the weight of one. You know, I'm looking. Of I'm, I'm, Go, going, going off the tangent back oh, onto the original holy subject. crap. Okay. <laughs> I found the Samsung, a Samsung 58-inch plasma, okay, yeah. is 100 and twenty six pounds. Oh, that's so that's that's you know that's that's the size TV. of a teenager. <laughs> well, that and yeah. Now when you start talking about mounting that to a wood stud wall, you know you uh, like Richard was saying, you can mount to the wall. It's not but quite got, as easy as that. Well, you, you want to spread the weight out too, right? That's why you yeah, have. Well, yeah, those mounts are made, and hopefully uh, you've got an area where you can hit the stud. You you have to hit the studs. There's no way that thing's gonna go on there. Uh, um, Going. But going back onto the original question of Star Tours going digital, but still, that's nothing to that cabinet. You know, if, now if, if you were to let's, divide let's, that down by X amount of pounds per uh, size of TV, you could, though it may not be a true way of measurement, you could tell how much a seventy-two inch would weigh. And I guarantee you, it's not going to be the two or three thousand pounds you're talking about for a film canister. Well, well, what I was, or more. Or more. Because those things, I think, are about 5,000 pounds. Oh, okay. But what I was going to say is, um, well, the, the mounting problem is different. The mounting on the back, that was the problem with the first cabins was it was never designed to hold that weight. Sure. They were, having the, they were getting the cracks, the right, problems right. holding those, the uh, film racks. And so they had to redesign it. 
I'm saying on the current cabins, if you put those LCD screens with that much weight going, I don't think that wall can handle that. You're going to have to redesign the way that wall oh, holds I, its for, structure. For 200 pounds? I don't think so. Maybe, but regardless. Well, if you have to put in a couple pieces the, of the, steel or wood up there, it's minor compared to what you're taking off the back. The big thing with, with uh, going digital on Star Tours, of course, is getting rid of those 5,000-pound film racks and getting rid of the actual film moving through the cabin. It's called, going, a, it's called a dumpster. It's, it, you're, you're, getting rid, you're getting rid of that dead weight, and you're putting in a, essentially a solid-state system because now you have no moving parts. You don't have a film track. You don't have film moving through the cabin. It's all done by hard drive by the way, is, is, or flash drive. Is the, and, uh, um, is the sound and the film on this particular setup combined, or have they separated it? I don't know. Hey, here's here's a here's Honestly, a. they're combined, but I don't know. Here's commentary on DLP televisions. If you go to yes. Samsung's website and click on televisions, yeah, your yeah. three choices are LED, LCD, and plasma. DLP doesn't even show up as an option. Wait, what are they again? LED. Yeah. LCD and plasma. Oh, okay. So it sounds like LED is replacing L- DLP. Uh, DLP. Could be because because LED is the newest on the correct on the market, and LED is just a type of LCD screen anyway. Well, it's, it's a type of light source, but it's still it's still LCD. It's still liquid crystal display. It's just the light source is different. So the LED, yes. an LED yes. TV is yes. still an LCD television. Yes, and can I throw in a technical if, note here? By the way, you can follow Hoodman on Twitter now. Oh wow! A uh, technical note on the question that Greg was asking about uh, is the sound and the film together or separate um on most of the most of your shows throughout all the disney parks there are two separate machines when you especially like when you're looking at circle vision uh there's a uh 24 track uh recorder that plays back the sound that's in sync with the nine projectors that run the uh film the film and the and the uh sound are completely separate and at disneyland they were in completely different areas of Tomorrowland. The film, of course, was right there at the Circle Vision Theater, but the sound was coming from the basement over at Mission to Mars. Okay, so, so not nice, unlike a nice. typical projection in some other, like a film uh, theater, which it's built on one it's, time, it's in the film. It's, it's it's a magnetic stripe on both sides of the film. Right, okay. And that makes sense, yeah, because we had those sound rooms, which that's all they were for, is to yeah. pump out sound all over. Yeah, it was really cool, because one of the reasons they showed the film once to an empty audience was that allowed the computer to sync the machines all together properly. Interesting. Yeah, so that was a good, you know, Ryan and I were having a good conversation about that. I just didn't know enough. I knew that, I, I was pretty sure that the canister was on the back. I didn't know where the projector was. I knew enough to tell him that the projector was not, outside projecting on because again that would require it also to move to yeah. keep it sync. I said no no it's on there somewhere I just don't know uh, the details of where it's at I thought maybe it was underneath underneath it projecting you know like uh, projecting this way and then from the back of the screen because oh, okay. you don't see kind of like a rear screen projection TV where it has the couple yeah, of because, that I mean, it you go into any theater I don't care how good their air handling system is you look in the right angles, and and you, can you see, the, dust see in the, air. the projection. Yeah. You don't see it in those, and they're opening and closing doors and all the time. There's there's crap in there. Why don't you see it? Uh, I think part of the reason is 
you're too distracted to notice it. It's a relatively short show, four and a half minutes. Just oh, under you four know and what? Half I'm minutes. not that distracted. But and I'm you got the lights flashing around, and you got you have ambient light in the cabin to begin with. Yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna watch closer because I'm curious now. I want to see if I can see it. But yeah, take a look. Pretty, Special pretty much center screen in the back be, row. It's 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 right. You would think if you're in the home. back row, once that thing's come down, you should be able to see that. Well, again, yeah. you know, look at the screen so, and see the picture bleed off the screen. That's, that, yes, was, that, that's usually that, the first clue. That, yes, you're right. You're I, right. Instead of the back row, I would sit in the front row on one of the extreme sides so you can get a view you of know, the projection looking at I wish we would have had this conversation before I just went because we were in the front <laughs> row. And I was right at the door and I thought, this is a sucky place to watch this show. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, on DLP, it seems that DLP's uh, stake, or not stake, but the, the, area, the, the market that they have a good grip on is ultra big screens like 82 inch 73 inch yeah and, wow. and mitsubishi still making them and, that's Although, a, and they're making them that big you and, know pioneer got out of the market which is really sad and and they and their their target is they you know if you go to the website it's like home theater you know this is the home theater yeah, experience. yeah that makes sense but, but and, again, because they're they're bright they're able right. to get the size and the brightness that you can't 82 get 82 inches <laughs> i i got crap I saw one that large in the old style at Ken Crane's. They, they had like an eighty-some inch screen, and again, there's the and I learned you know learned this in photography. I know Richard knows this that you know for certain size prints like eleven by fourteen was it eleven by uh four what was the next eleven by seventeen next one up is fourteen eleven by fourteen by six no no fourteen no. by eighteen is it or sixteen eleven by seventeen then anyway, well, anyway, oh fourteen by twenty fourteen, 14 by, 20. by twenty the viewing distance is not like maybe three feet like you might view an eight by ten you know yeah, it, it, it might be goes more back like bit, yeah 10 feet yeah so um on my 50 rough inch i think the viewing should be about 10 to 15 feet you get an 80 inch tv your viewing distance should, should be, be more 20. like yeah 15 or 20 according so. to the uh sound and video contractors magazine yes. that i have subscribed to since going to nap and everything um, on the installation guys, freebies. Of course, yeah. I don't, I'm not going to pay for this. <laughs> I'm too cheap. Um, they say the recommended viewing is double the size of the TV. So if you have a 40 inch screen, you should be viewing it from 80, 80 inches. inches. Okay. If you have wait, wait, a, 30 wait, inch, a 40 inch screen, eight, 80 inches back. 80 inches. Okay. Which yeah. is six and a half feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that's the recommended. You're viewing. trying to. You're trying to fill the. You're, you're trying to fill your vision without just, overwhelming yourself. Well. Yeah, like I was reading, supposedly uh, Impressions de France is designed so you can view the whole thing with within your peripheral vision. Pervi- you know, peripheral vision. Now, of course, that would mean if you're in dead center, because even if you're off the far left or right, you're going to have to tilt the what- tilt. Ways around. But again, that's kind of the idea with TV and cinema. You're trying to to sit so you're not you're not viewing the side walls. You're not. You're not so close where you have to look left, right, up, and down. You know, it's trying to find that sweet spot. Right. And um, so, if that's true I, on an 80 inch TV, you're supposed to be 160 inches, inches back, roughly is, 10 and 12 feet see, back. Now that that's updated because years ago they were giving that, you that, a little that, further back than that. That's but, their basic standard of what they say. Is but you know what? That may be refined partly due to the quality of the picture now because right. you know it's like part of the reason you would view. Uh, 11 by 17 or bigger, a little further back, is because the size of the grain and the, the grain and the, the photo. And the yeah. photo. The film, yeah. 
And so now, you know, the digital, especially you go Blu-ray, your the quality levels increase, so you can probably afford to yeah. get a little closer. Because yeah, if you went, if you walked up five feet from this eighty-inch on the old style, yeah. you could see almost like granular. It didn't look quite as clear, but the yeah. further you move back, the better it looked. Right. And you also had the point of trying to, you wanted to see it, so you didn't look down on it too much. Or look up on it too much, you know. That's, again, you almost had to be in a seating position in yeah. the center. You didn't have a much left-right movement, which is almost blown away today because you can almost be anywhere with these DLP plasmas, LCDs, and and not uh, have that yeah, light they, dark. They, they, they have really good. Uh, that's what drove me up. My angle. in-laws. You've been to my in-laws, yeah. Where they've got that Sony forty-two inch sitting like five you, feet off you, the ground. You have to be within ten degrees of center to be able to see a decent. Oh my picture. god, it's the dumbest. It's like you got to sit with your neck craned up to watch this damn TV. Yeah. Um, okay, but I'm sure we can all agree. But this, say we saw the largest plasma okay. screen on the market right now, which is the Panasonic hundred and twenty inch plasma. Oh, one's hanging up in the. Well, no, it was sitting on the ground. You can stand it, walk right oh, up yeah, to yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, that was cool looking. Okay, so I guess what, that was what clean. can we all agree? I'll on say we now? can all agree that if 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 Disney decided. That in the Star Tours 2.0 to convert it from film to all digital with you know plasma or some sort of flat panel television and a digital delivery system, they would figure it out. Well, and I'm would, sure they could figure it look, out, and it would look damn good. But it's it, what it comes to. It seems a lot like um, what it seems to come to lately is they could just shoot a film or shoot it digitally and convert <clears> it to film. By the way, is this 35 or 72 running through that? Uh, I believe it's through. You mean 70? I think it's 35. I'm sure it's 35. Okay. So. Lighter weight. They could simply shoot it and convert it and put it on film. Or shoot it in film. I I doubt they'd shoot it in film. You think 24P? Uh oh. Okay, I guess we're going to have to call it quits right there. We've uh, experienced a technical difficulty. Um, It's going to be my fault. My fine internet provider has decided to stop functioning at this hour. But it's all just as well and good because we are one hour and 45 minutes into this episode and down such a deep rabbit hole about the different current television technologies. I think, I don't know, I don't even know if any of you are left listening to this that can even hear what I'm saying right now. So for my colleagues, Greg and Shaft, this is Mike, and we're going to be signing off at the moment. Have a good night, and thank you for listening. This is Tower. Launch sequence engaged.